welcome to Self-Help for Robots. I'm your host, CJ Pitchford, and for this, the 10th episode, we're going to change gears from what I mentioned in the previous episode and talk irrationally. Well, I mean, I'm going to speak about irrationality, but from a rational viewpoint, more or less. This episode is called Robot Come Home, and you know, robots might be considered the epitome of rational beings, but should that always be considered the best case? Well, feelings, of course, are irrational, and there can be problems with irrationality. For example, if I had an irrational fear of pelicans, one without any basis in reason, I could have a problem except for the fact that I live in Colorado, very far from a large body of water. But some irrational feelings can cause significant problems, and I want to state that I'm not talking about those, although I will address that as soon and as best as I can. I'm not a doctor or a counselor, and in fact, I have a further confession to make. I want to confess that I have an irrational attachment to my home entirely based on my feelings, and I can assure you it's quite irrational. However, I'm very fortunate that I also have a rational attachment to my home, if you go by the address on my driver's license, that is. As a society, we humans have problems where rational and orderly identification of, say, the address of my home may be subject to irrational dispute, and that rational identification is based on something other than, well, being based on a feeling. I can simply, and without getting into more details, state that these two attachments, one rational and one irrational, coexist. But to complicate things, I can also state that both are complementary and necessary for a theory of mind. That is, the combination of both the reduction of rational logic into Boolean binary needs a corresponding reduction of irrational emotion into of course, an orthographic model of emotions. That's the whole difference between an automated vacuum cleaner returning to its charging station, and some of you might know that it's not always a flawless operation, and a robot understanding that it's lost as it has become attached to its home. It's worth noting that the irrational feelings I'm referring to can be guided by rational conversation or internal programming. In fact, a lot of self-help seems to be, you know, so many ways to do just that, generally speaking. And let me say, as a supposedly rational person in a supposedly rational society, that it took me some time to develop trust when being treated by a professional therapist. Despite every reason I had to rationally trust the counselor, I had to overcome my feelings. But that's what the power of reason can do, and maybe that's also going to be a part of a future episode of this podcast. But let's be clear, in order for a robot to get lost, it actually has to develop an attachment to a location beyond the programmed orientation towards its charging base station. My attachment to my home is based on feelings of trust, particularly around areas of safety and flourishing. Only when I can recreate those same feelings can I feel at home, and that's certainly not based on the physical location or rational identification, but on feelings, largely feelings of trust. When it comes to trust, the automation powering a home won't just perform anything anywhere for anyone, 
there needs to be a powerful system in place to connect a robot to a place, and right now the best we can do is code-signed encryption based on multi-factor authentication within walled gardens of computing environments, all as a substitute for trust. Now, I didn't mean to get cynical to say that there is no trust, but of course, there literally isn't. Trust is a feeling. It's irrational. We aren't programming robots with irrationality right now, and that's why they can't be autonomous. I read recently about a car from Audi being granted a level 3 autonomy rating. You can read more at selfhelpforrobots.com because you know that without trust, robots simply shut down when their authentication fails, or possibly worse unless prevented by fail-safes and all that. It's getting clear that reason and rationality will only get you so far on the road to being independent and autonomous. I had to work on my own irrational feelings of trust and mistrust before I could make the connections I needed for healing. So how can a robot heal itself or even help itself without making connections? And you know, I started this podcast saying it was going to be different and also I'm going to end it a little bit differently. Usually, when I end an episode of this podcast, I exhort you, robots and non-robots, to keep helping yourself. But if you're struggling with depression or anxiety or any irrational feelings that are bothering you, please seek out a mental health professional that you trust. I did as one of many, and getting good help and trusted professional advice if you feel the need is a great way to keep helping yourself. <laughs>